Hello and welcome to this episode of Little Bits of Stuff, a podcast that showcases different health-related topics for medical professionals and non-medical audiences. This show is brought to you by Nick Ate, a surgical resident at University College Hospital, Ibadan, Nigeria. And here's your host, Nick. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Nick. Welcome to another episode where we'll be talking about a very popular topic today, one chosen by one of my listeners. Well, I'm sure you already you, you know the topic already. Before we go into that, I'm happy to announce to you guys that today, 16th of October 2020, marks three months since I started podcasting with over a thousand downloads and only a few episodes. And the journey so far has you know has been fun really not easy but fun in some episodes i'm sure you know some of my diehard listeners notice the tired stressful voice while in song it's more than upbeat it's it's not been easy combining work with this i must tell you but when the words of encouragement flow in it really gives me ginger to persevere and create more and better content and i really want to thank those who have listened through my podcasts those who have told another friend who has told another friend the subscriptions the streaming i really can't thank you guys enough and from the bottom of my heart my appreciation goes to you okay so let's talk about toilet infection Earlier in the day, I had told some ladies that I'll be making a podcast about toilet infection and their reaction. Most of them laughed so hard. Yeah, (laughs) you know yourselves. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about you guys today. So what do ladies mean by toilet infection? I, I realize it's usually one of two or both of the symptoms. So they usually complain of um, itching down there, like vaginal itch or they say they have a vaginal discharge these are the most common complaints i'm sure i'm missing out some other ones but i'm not sure but these are the most common complaints and the list is not complete until they add that symptoms started a day or a week or even a month after they use the public toilet it doesn't matter when they just say they've used the public toilets (laughs) auntie are you sure and they say yes now well we'll come back to that so what's the origin of this terminology? What's the origin of toilet infection? The truth of the matter is that nobody knows. Medically, it does not exist in our books and there's no such thing as a toilet infection. So who now started it? There are several theories. Some believe that it was started by sex workers who used it as a slang when they you know, need to see a health personnel and that is their own way of telling them that they have a sexually transmitted infection, otherwise known as, as an STD, and they would like to get treated. A rather popular belief is that is that of you know where a lady, um, whether promiscuous or not, is afraid to tell her partner that she has an STD for fear of accusations as to where she got it from. You know, it seems to have worked a couple of times to say, you know, that they had the symptoms after using the public toilet for the terminology to stick this much. I don't know. And, um, you know, that stems into most ladies nowadays, you know, who just grew up with the rumor 
and so once they use a public toilet next thing is i'm itching down there it's psychology auntie there's nothing there there's nothing really there or you had something else you know before and then coincidentally that happened okay so the the question now is can you really get infected from a toilet seat especially talking about sexually transmitted infections it's very unlikely in the words of abigail sawyers of blessed memory former president of the american society of microbiology she said to my knowledge no one has ever acquired an std on the toilet seat unless they were having sex on the toilet seat <laughs> so the first thing to wor- to stop worrying about is sexually transmitted diseases there's really no medical evidence out there you know that anyone has ever picked up a venereal disease from from a toilet seat and you know nowadays many people consider even as of old many people consider toilet seats to be the public enemy the number one public enemy the playground for organisms responsible for stds like chlamydia or uh, gonorrhea but before you panic okay the toilet seat is not a common vehicle for transmitting these infections to humans Many disease-causing organisms can only survive for a short time outside the host or for a short time on the surface of the, of the toilet seat. And for an infection to occur, most of these germs have to be transferred from the toilet seat to mucous membranes or through cuts through, uh, or sores okay, or wounds on the buttocks or thighs, which is possible but really, really very unlikely. Okay, I mean, for you to get an STD from a toilet seat, it will take the special grace of your village people to ensure that you get on the toilet seat just immediately after someone who you know had an STD, STD and is shedding it gets up and that you have a wound. They will ensure that you have a wound on your buttocks or something, you know, and it gets into your vagina or your urethra, anyone. How likely is that? that your village elders will mean you that much so it just goes to say an intact skin is an effective germ barrier and the skin of the buttocks and the legs is relatively thick okay so it is it is less likely to be cracked than even the skin of the hands or face because it is normally sheltered from you know sunlight tools um dishwashing dishwashing detergents or, or other things that can injure you know that can you know cause breaks in the skin so before we go further just just a minute just you know take a minute and think about this have you ever wondered why guys don't come around telling you they have a toilet infection like really i mean they sit on the same toilet seat you <laughs> you talk about but have have you ladies thought about that really so now we're not saying that you there are no there are no jams at all or you can't cut jams you know in public restrooms and all that before you say dr nick said <laughs> public restrooms are safe okay so what can you get from the toilet seat or from public restrooms generally there are several of them you can come in contact with that may cause you some trouble again they may need to get in contact with your mucous membranes 
before they get entry and things like some viruses that can cause flu you know which linger around on doorknobs herpes has been found to survive you know some few days okay hepatitis b i mean some few hours sorry um hepatitis b just a few days besides the germs hiding on the toilet seat they aren't the ones you you should be most worried about the top sides of the toilet seat are you know low in bacterial numbers bacterial count compared with surfaces that you actually touch in public restrooms like the countertops the faucets you know like i said the, the doorknobs you know and all that so i mean this has been verified by research you know and so on and so forth so what you what should you do okay when next you visit the throne room and you want to sit on the throne of poo poo you know a quick wipe of the toilet seat will do with a toilet paper or for some the wipe and also place toilet papers on the rim to sit on just make sure that the the, the seat is not wet when you lay the paper because the wet barrier can ferry microorganisms okay it can serve as a transport medium for microorganisms to get to your skin from the toilet seat and if it happens that you have a wound there again your village elders they gain entrance and that's all next you practice proper hand washing and use of antiseptic hand sanitizers as safety precautions before leaving the restroom so when next you have symptoms relating to your vagina please please and please visit your doctor and when you get there please just tell him what it is tell him as it is there's no shame in saying oh i had sexual um, unprotected sexual intercourse a week ago and now i have these symptoms or oh I have multiple sexual partners and I, now I have that symptom or I just don't know but I have this discharge or I have that discharge this is how it looks like and so on and so forth don't go and be telling your doctor I have a toilet infection because he will ask you madam is it toilet infection you have or you want to sorosuki <laughs> you want to disguise right <laughs> so there you have it guys um toilet infection gone don't use that terminology don't don't claim it okay don't don't go around saying you have a toilet infection i'm sure the guys are also listening there's nothing like toilet infection it's gone debunked just you know delete it you know from your vocabulary and then you know get better treatment get better health care next time you have a symptom so don't forget to visit my website www.littlebitsofstuffwithnick.com for more interesting content and please please subscribe to my podcast the subscription button is there on the website now eh, just just click it it doesn't bite it will only notify you when there's a new episode come to think of it there is nothing like word of mouth you can tell a friend who will also tell a friend about my podcast help me reach more people who need the content that i'm pushing out and yes there's another episode of the child sexual abuse series that will drop on tuesday next week that's 20th of october 2020 uh, this time we're sharing the experience of a male sexual abuse survivor who was abused by a male you've not had anything like this one i promise okay don't worry <laughs> there's no spoiler alert here 
Till then, bye for now. And that's it on Little Bits of Stuff for today. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Podcast. You can also get it on Audio Mac and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Lil Bits of Stuff. That's L I L B I T S O F S T U F F. And on Instagram at Little Bits of Stuff. That's L I T T L E Bits of Stuff. Until next time, stay healthy.